welcome to the quantumy podcast today we have lakshay pratap monga who is going to tell the story of this universe in this first episode so hi lakshay how are you doing i'm completely fine i hope you are also doing fine yes i am doing good thank you i hope your family members are also doing fine yeah they're good just spending time in this pandemic in their houses Locked. pretty much this whole pandemic thing is pretty crappy so we're going to talk about the big bang theory and the story basically the story of universe in this first episode right yes this will be a completely informal discussion so please don't mind it you can use we can talk casually and nothing formal i actually i would like that because a natural conversation would be better because people want to here informal formal is pretty much crappy instead only in interviews formal is good otherwise yeah. that not so True. we are not in an interview and we have a completely informal conversation right here so let's start yes so the big bang happened we are talking about the big bang theory particularly it is not a theory we have observed all the evidence related to the big bang and everything related to the big bang is written in paper and we have observed it first it was written in paper all the theories were given and then it was observed so the big bang happened 14 billion years ago before that nothing existed not even time not even space time didn't exist so you're saying that there was nothing before the big bang nothing like nothing no four dimensions like normally we know that there are three dimensions like length breadth and height yeah but einstein in his paper of general relativity he introduced the concept of four dimensional space time in which he described the time as a fourth dimension in which we we do not have the ability to navigate through time right now like the time machine is a tool for navigating through time Yeah, like I am a bit familiar with that. Yes, like we are navigating length, breadth, and height right now, the three-dimensional space. But to navigate in time, we do not have much resources or like the time machine right now. Yeah, that's right. So before the Big Bang, nothing existed. The space-time did not existed. Ah, and we can say that there was a single singularity. the entire space and time of the entire universe the the energy of the entire universe like it was pure energy absolute energy like no kinetic energy no potential energy absolute energy existed before the big bang okay and so what do you think caused the big bang like hey, yes because, because nothing existed before and you're saying nothing yes. existed so what caused the big bang to happen yes so during like there was a single ball the infinite energy density like the ball which was even smaller than the size of an atom it was the singularity the concentrated energy was smaller than the size of an atom maybe we can also say this even smaller than the size of a proton or a neutron it was so small and the density was enormous and of some kind of anomaly or disturbance in that small ball caused the entire ball or sphere where the energy of the entire universe existed it exploded 
not not like the explosion we see in crackers or something it exploded like a nuclear yes kind of thing yes it was enormous okay uh, like enormous and since then the it defined the existence of our universe that was the time our universe was born okay yes like the baby is born yeah similarly the universe was born but it was so small that no mass no energy only energy only energy existed and it was dark no light we after the explosion happened the sphere which contained all the energy of the space it started expanding the radius we can say the radius of the universe increased increased it is like the universe is like a sphere although there are many theories that contradict that our universe is the shape of sphere we can observe it in the uh, shape of a sphere okay. like that okay so as this is something new to me as i don't have this much background in physics a bit in bio but uh, nothing this at this level in physics i trust you i don't want to do i don't want to say that i don't but still i i am quite and i feel enthusiastic and i want to ask you like what is the evidence of big bang theory like yes. uh, what's the evidence that it really happened I, i it's nothing like i don't trust you i trust you a lot you're my brother but still yes so we when we point our telescopes into the sky when there is less pollution because pollution is a bitch when we point our telescopes into the sky mm-hmm. far into the sky the farthest we can see we can see galaxies we can see stars but with high like high we can say like high power telescopes we do not use the telescopes we use, like we use our camera there is like we do not use actual visible light the colors we can see like red green blue we do not use that to actually see what we intend to see in our sky the upper outer space we actually use like infrared telescopes or ultraviolet telescopes to see the things that we cannot see with our eyes so that when the light of the unseeable hits our telescope it converts into visible light like we what we can see and then we can see what is happening like the red the infrared is red yeah so when it captures the infrared which we cannot see it will convert it to like normal red which we can see that's how these telescopes work like when we are using ultraviolet telescopes it is on the side of violet opposite of the infrared so when it has to convert to a visible light which we can interpret or see it will convert to violet which is the most the first part the first color that exists in the visible part of the electromagnetic radiation which we can see yeah okay i i'll try to understand that i am a bit slow in this yes. but yes i did get a hint of it okay so when we see these when we see the sky with this telescopes like there are not infrared or there are not only ultraviolet there are many there are 
many types of telescopes like this so when we observe the farthest point in the outer space we can see we see a like a microwave type of radiation like microwave is a long wavelength light it is light but with long wavelength which we cannot see it the, the microwave you you can clearly guess it is used in a microwave yeah, yeah, ovens right. the waves that are used in the microwave ovens to heat our food and anything you can put in it not metal it's pretty much explosive when we point microwave microwave telescopes into the sky we can see radiation coming all over the sky excluding all the planets all the stars everything that exists in our universe which we can see if we exclude everything out of it and we just see our sky from all the parts anywhere on the earth when we see we can see a radiation coming yes. you you search on google cosmic microwave background mm-hmm. it will actually give you a picture like it will be a normal picture nothing special in it but when we observe it it changes each second after each second you observe that radiation because our universe is expanding uh you uh, sorry but i couldn't help but notice you said our universe is expanding yes so how do you know that the universe is expanding first of all let me just go back in the big bang when the big bang happened okay. after that everything will automatically get explained okay. when the big bang happened till that till that time when time was born space was born till now our universe is expanding and it is actually accelerating it is accelerating that the universe is expanding faster each second you won't believe it that the ex- the speed of the universe expanding is faster than the speed of light which is the limits of our universe so you're saying first that uh, since the big bang our universe is expanding yes and then you're saying that this the rate of expansion yes is accelerating every second yes so like every microsecond every the smallest time of unit the smallest unit of time you can see it is expanding according to that so you're saying like for example at first it is expanding at a rate of 1 let's just suppose yes so after the 10 second it will be expanding at the rate of 11 billion billion not said like billion it is a lot like say 100 at the 10 second it would be like 100 at the 15 second it would be 1000 and at the 20th second it would be maybe say it would be million so it is new to me yes okay that is anybody who hears it they probably this is a similar reaction they probably get more freaked out that it is like the limits to anything that travels in our universe is the speed of light any thing with mass always travels slower than the speed of light it may be reached 99% of the speed of light but it cannot travel at the speed of light but why like what's the reason uh, behind that this acceleration of the universe expanding there is a theory we have not sensed the part of the theory that explains the rate of the expansion of the universe it is dark energy something we call dark energy particularly why we see why we 
call it dark energy because we cannot sense that energy like when we say kinetic energy uh, or we can say electromagnetic energy yeah or i'll uh, suppose potential energy we can sense it like when we throw a ball we can calculate its energy yeah i get what you're saying like there's dark energy which is like a completely separate thing which we cannot sense yes which we cannot sense but it but it's there yes and surprisingly it forms the majority part of our universe the things that we can see around us is just the like anything that we can see in our universe anything is just the 5% of our universe just the 5% not even 5 it is 4.9 with besides okay yes but like how do you know like there is dark matter like dark there is dark matter there is normal matter and there is dark energy so whatever which one are you talking about right now dark energy dark energy dark matter is a complete separate thing and it is completely opposite of dark energy dark matter and dark matter dark matter and dark energy are completely opposite things opposite things okay like if if dark matter attracts dark energy repels okay so you're saying there are three things like this is the normal the world we live in yes the dark energy and dark matter mm. dark energy very dark energy and dark matter are opposite to each other yes like the characteristics are opposite yes and we are talking about dark energy right now yes it is the it is the candidate candidate what we say that it is it is the most acceptable theory that explains why our universe is universe is expanding everything is in our universe is constant yeah like nothing comes from the outside and nothing goes outside. like the matter is constant matter is constant energy is constant yeah further on i will also explain that energy and the matter are same thing energy and matter are the same thing not dark energy or dark, dark matter normal energy normal, normal matter, matter are, are the same, same thing. thing okay this was explained particularly by einstein okay this is 11th standard physics uh chemistry and the Yeah, they yeah actually explain this in chemistry, but it is actually yeah I remember the chapter where they told us that this uh, there is a contradiction to this statement that uh, everything these things are separate. I yes. remember in tenth we were in 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 the Indian CBSE board we were taught that they are separate things and they are con- they remain constant. But then in eleventh they told us that they are different in yeah. chemistry. I remember that class. No. particular energy and matter are same thing like e is equal to mc square this is the yeah. most famous equation in this world you're right everybody is know it but nobody knows the particular explanation behind it yeah everybody even i can ask a uh, second grader right now like what not second grader like a fifth grader second second grader wouldn't know algebra whatever it is but still like yes e is equal to mc square energy matter and speed of light energy is e m is mass or matter and c is speed of light like we actually observe it around ourselves yeah when we see radioactive material they constantly convert matter into energy what are radioactive materials M- materials that emit radioactive emissions Radio- and radio waves radioactive emissions. no not radio waves not exactly radio waves but like yes. everything related to 
energy energy yes the radioactive thing the radioactive elements everything yes yeah. like radioactive what we can say radioactive why we say it radioactive because the emissions are harmful to us they cause diseases yes yeah. particularly cancer cancer yeah yes. which is like we talk about in the biology podcast but can okay let's continue with it yes so when the big bang happened the energy density of the universe was so much that universe itself didn't allow the matter to be created like there was absolute energy no fundamental forces like the, there are four fundamental forces two two are strong force and a weak force not like if i am applying strong force to a truck or a weak force to a pencil it is like a fundamental part it is separate it is quantum mechanics it includes quantum mechanics in it others are gravitational gravity and other is electromagnetic okay when we push something it is electromagnetic or when we see light it is electromagnetic yeah yes and when we see when we say that moon is revolving around earth it is gravitational or why we fall towards earth when we charge gravitational yes yeah. that's gravitational you're right so there were fundamental forces there were there were, after matter was born then the fundamental forces was born forces existed but they were not in form of different things there was one force the one grand force yeah like there was nothing specific uh, like there was only one force before yes. this, everything but when matter came into existence everything came into existence uh, the type kinds of forces changed they yes. evolved and there were separate yes. forces so as the big bang happened the the 